bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon and welcome to another one of our close season Yellow Army podcasts from the Herald Express and Devon Live where we uh, we take a look at the week's news from Talker United. There are four of us in the room today. Four? For the usual three of us, joined by Chris Yabsley. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Nice to have you along, even though you are a self-confessed Argyle fan. I know, yeah. A bit of work experience for for Chris. uh, Absolutely. Hope you've enjoyed your day so far. This is a highlight, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Just to prove that um, that we're, we're, we're... fully balanced here we don't mind having an Argyle fan in the room we once had an Exeter fan in on the podcast yeah it didn't didn't last long he didn't last long at all and we should say we are fuelled today uh, thanks to the Ministry of Pudding who've supplied um, supplied us with some cakes today because their 25 millionth cake has just rolled off the production line at their talkie factory and uh, and they've they've given us a few samples. Now you're the only one to have brought one in here, Dave. So if, you, if you're <laughs> Dave, unable I'm, to, I'm uh, tucking in. Dave's I, on I, the green tree. Uh, green, green, green tea, tea brownies. I make yeah. no apologies at all. I took one look at it and said, "Yes, <laughs> that's for that's, me. That's for me." Now there is a point to all this rambling because we're talking about artisan food here, of course. And uh, in the Torquay Argyle game uh, on Tuesday night, the first time ever, I think, that an artisan ice cream maker has turned out in a Torquay United shirt. Uh, Mr. Rory Fallon. <laughs> yes, quite I right. See, I, I got there eventually. He's got his I? business. Well yeah. done. Well, well done. Well, this is, he makes ice cream. I yes, think. he does. He it's, set up his own. Yeah, it's, he and his wife set up their own business, didn't they? In, in Cornwall, I think. Wasn't I'm it? told it's very, very good. Now, Chris Errington, our colleague from Plymouth, from the Herald in Plymouth, vouched for the fact that this stuff is extremely good. So if you get a chance, I think it's called Cowlick, the company. That's okay. the end of the um, the advertising. Well, by the, 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 the question is, obviously, is he a better ice cream maker now than a footballer? Ooh. Oh, that's a tricky yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he came on as a sub. We should go back to the Argyle game. This was Tuesday night. Uh, Talking United nil, Plymouth Argyle 2, but a game that I think we all enjoyed for yep. a variety of reasons. For the right reasons, I think. Um, and Rory Fallon um, came, came on. on. There, there was a lot of glee before the kickoff because all the, the Argyle press guys and the Argyle fans had recognised him straight away because he was a bit of a big deal down there, former New Zealand international. Uh, and he turned out for Torquay. Can you fill in some of the details as to how that came about, Dave? Uh, not too many, but uh, um, I, I, you know, Kevin Nicholson has made no secret of the fact that, that, that he is very, very keen to sign what everybody in football calls a target man. That result has said. When he signed James Gray, down, it's one over. or two United fans might have thought, well, is that, mm-hmm. you know, is that us done up front now? Clearly not. Um, James Gray, by the way, signed an undisclosed length contract. Yeah. Uh, now, the fact that Kevin Nicholson is, is clearly looking for another bigger man up front um, uh, might indicate that, that, that we're, we're not sure whether Gray's contract is for six months or yeah. a year. Um, but uh, um, Rory Fallon, he's 35 now, yeah. um, so he's been around a long time. Um, uh, and... Since his time at Argyle, uh, that was what 2011, 12. That sort of finished. Yeah. I think I may have missed out on a, on maybe a, a club or two after that. But um, you know, I th- his career hasn't been exactly flying. Uh, but he played at Truro for a bit. Played at Truro he? last yeah. season. Um, has had one or two injury issues, but um, you know, there are not many as experienced centre forward target men type. Yeah. Uh, of his around um, 
I think interesting phrase that Kevin Nicholson used was, if we can get him fit and firing. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. In other words, yeah. the implication is that he yeah. isn't quite yeah. fit and firing at the moment. Um, he uh, th then he, then he might bit, be an interesting yeah. prospect. Looked a little bit rusty, I think, yeah. probably. Maybe yeah. it's a while since he's played. It's, you know, he looked a little bit, you know, over the first couple of yards... He could probably he would want to sharpen that up himself, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think you know we've we've discussed this probably on this podcast before as well that the the, the value of a, of a genuine nailed on conference style, been there, done it, t-shirt yeah. centre forward is pretty well established at this level, and of course everybody you know will immediately think back to Tim Sills as the man mm. uh, in that. Role now, Tim Sills wasn't exactly quick, was he? But it's just that uh, it's okay being a big man, yeah. but you have yeah. to have some attitude, don't you, in this league? Uh, and uh, the reason why Matt Reed, bless him, uh, is keeps being so successful is not just because he's a big lad and can put his head on it; it's because. You know he's around, yeah. and uh, you know he's always up for it. And the word wily, maybe is a, he, he's uh, very wily as well. But he he's physical, and he's going to give you a right old test. Yeah. And so uh, th there aren't many of them around. Those centre forwards with that sort of attitude. And generally, you have to pay for them, don't you? Um, exactly. Maybe not in transfer fees, but in wages. Yeah, quite. Um, so uh, Rory Fallon's going to stay with Torquay yeah. uh, for a few days at least so's Yemi Odibardi the other senior trialist is with him at the moment uh, I would be surprised if one or both of them didn't play at Weymouth on Saturday Yeah. Um, the trouble is that obviously uh, you know United need somebody reasonably quickly well we're uh, only um, just over what is it, what are we now? three just games to go yeah, yeah three games to go to the to the to finish off the pre-season mm -hmm. they've got Weymouth on Saturday away Plymouth Park way away next Tuesday and Truer at home next Friday night which we were just discussing weren't we that Plymouth Park we possibly won't be a, yeah, a strong team to be sent there I think Kevin Nicholson will have a look at how it goes at Weymouth on Saturday yeah. uh, are things moving forward uh, I think there will be one or two players playing at Weymouth on Saturday who didn't play on um, Tuesday night against Argyle Josh Gowling I understand will be ought to be fine to come back yeah. Pittman, John Paul Pittman didn't play on Tuesday because it was a seven day yeah. I think one to be able including people at the club thought it was a five day um, protocol after you suffer concussion but as week. we said last week there's no point taking chances at this stage Absolutely. bringing him back too uh, soon and the other two are Miles Anderson yeah. uh, who I understand has a ribbed cartilage issue uh, and, Mile, and uh, Liam Davis the yeah. left back who we haven't seen anything of yet uh, that's a, a, a niggling foot injury or foot problem, but I don't think it's very serious. So, um, Interestingly, Sam Cheney, OK, got beaten by Graham Carey the other day, but he's not done bad in that position, considering it's a, it's a new position for him. That, yeah, that I position mean, that Liam Davis obviously... Yes, yeah, I mean, I think, Sam, uh, I think Graham Carey sort of cut inside. Yeah. He was a long way from Sam Cheney when he ripped that uh, yeah. uh, uh, left footer. We'll, we'll um, come to that one in a minute. That that's right. Some goal, so, so good luck to Rory Fallon. Um, he's been around, he's done it. Uh, be a, be a very experienced at, a, at a decent head, level as yeah. well. Yeah. When you look through CV, uh, Barnsley, Swindon, Argyle, one or two others. He's a World um, Cup qualifier. Absolutely, well. and yeah. from what I understand, he still thinks he's got a chance of being part of New Zealand's next World Cup squad. Uh, so that's the, you know, maybe ice cream making. 
doesn't tick all the boxes for him and he thinks hang on a minute I've got a I, I've still got some football left in me so um, and well, he clearly does or he wouldn't be here for a trial there's he? a whole so. season's worth of puns to be had um, out of that I'm sure yeah they're just flowing from my head right yeah, now. I'm not going to bore you with yeah, them. Yeah, there are headlines to be. I've got hundreds of thousands of them. Oh no! <laughs> I knew it. So we'll be, we'll be yeah, top, topping mean, the table <laughs> anytime yeah. soon. It's it's an intriguing one, isn't it? it is. uh, um, I, th I think either it will all of a sudden Kevin Nicholson will see stuff in training and over maybe the, you know the Saturday where he goes, hang on a minute, this this yeah. isn't the stupidest idea in the world, or after a few days it will be a thanks, Rory. Um, yeah. uh, you know, see you around, and, and, and it will, it will. But getting back then to Tuesday's game, um, lots to enjoy. I mean, they, we'll talk about Kerry's goal first because that really was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? I like, just well, he's the best. He's the best player in that side, isn't he? And and, and and a lot of people's idea of the best player in League Two yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah. So it just put me in mind of David Graham, actually. That that kind of. The way he struck that, I don't I, know if I'm just being rose, yeah. rosy and because it's a left footer. Yeah. I, 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 you'd even you'd even say that it was almost Mark Loram esque. Oh, um, that, that's good. Uh, yeah. But but he, he he just has this ability. In fact, at the time, United were on top. At the time, they, 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 they yeah. had, let me describe it to you. We were actually sat there, and I think I was possibly guilty of turning to one or both of you at the time and saying. But, um, Sam Cheney's done all right out there, hasn't he? Kerry, has, <laughs> Kerry hasn't done much yet. At which point, he was over there in front of the pop side. He dropped his shoulder, cut inside, left the whole talky defence behind, and just curled a beauty in off the post, didn't he? From what twenty-five yards, do we reckon? Something like that. Yeah, it was just a, he, he's always been able to do that. He is a class act. Yeah. Um, and I thought on Tuesday night he was again Plymouth's best attacking mm. player. By far, yeah. Um, uh, and and he's just got this ability to be out of a game for five or ten minutes, or you think he is, and yeah. then all of a sudden, whoops, here we go. He'll play a little one-two with somebody, and off he goes, or a piece of real individual yeah. skill like that. And it's this old old thing, isn't it? He isn't really an out-and-out -out winger. He's he's uh, a lot of people see him as a sort of a number yeah. ten, don't they? Well, this, he wears this, the number this, ten, doesn't he? Yeah. This, this, yeah. this so-called sort of in the hole, old-fashioned inside forward type position. Um, and but when he when a player like him does play out wide, I think you mustn't get too frustrated when he's out of the game for ten minutes, because the fact is, in one moment. Yeah, he can change a game and does, yeah. and and you know you you, you don't necessarily uh, uh, want or should expect players like him to be covering every blade of part, uh, grass on the pitch. Mm. And he'll let him do his thing. And yeah. interesting that Derek Adams, who's a bit of a taskmaster and likes people to put it in twenty four seven, he's more than happy to accept that Carey is what Carey is, and and. Well, you know, you, you, he must be the first name he writes down every he week. Was, he, was, he was terrific, I thought. But I, uh, I saw him play at um, Buckland the other, the other week when they played Plymouth Argyle in a friendly and at cl close quarters because we're right up against yeah. that, that sort of right against the pitch there. And it's delightful to watch his touch. He's got great first touch. Yeah. And he, he would bring the ball and the control so easily as if it was yeah, breathless. It was, first it was, touch, yeah. first touch, first touch. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you were. Graham Carey fan, Chris? I am, yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of Graham Carey at, um, at the Plymouth Games. I went down to a couple last season and he was clearly, um, you know, clearly class act. The, the, yeah, class act. Mm. And 
an eye-catching player, you know, mm. is, especially even in League Two. I'm sure he'll be in League One as well. Yeah, so well, I, I think there are quite a few clubs were interested in taking him, weren't they? Yeah, and it was a massive say, boost yeah. for Argyle when he Surprise resigned for them. He, he didn't go somewhere. Well, I mean, he could be championship material, couldn't yeah, he? You, you, you think maybe, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. They had another interesting player, Argo. We must stop talking about the Pilgrims for in a minute because you know they're, they're they're nothing to do with us. Um, <laughs> uh, they had a lad called Ruben Lameras. Yes, he was uh, decent. Who, who had been yeah. on Coventry uh, at Coventry, uh, so I understand, and yeah. he looked quite a classy little player. Yeah, um, watching. Uh, yeah. Hard worker, good touch. Uh, he played number. He had number eleven on his back and actually played sort of mm. centre midfield. Yeah. And um, he, he looked quite interesting. Indeed. Okay. Uh, we'll do, to deal with but talking of talking of, of touch, Richard's point. I think on the United side, a player that we come to James Gray's effort because that that was all about touch. For True. Me. I'll it come was. to that in a minute. Yeah. Jake Gosling. Yes. Um, uh, uh, really I, impressed me. Yes, and I think everybody else as well. I was having texts from mates on the pop side who hadn't seen United yet this year, uh, uh, saying that we like yeah. <laughs> we like him. There was, there was um, a moment when he uh, first half. I, I'm not sure when it was, but he cut in from the left and almost reached the box before shooting. I think. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and he he took on two or three players and just walked past them. Well, he played. He, he he's been playing played sort of here we go again in the in the number 10 num, in the whole role recently just behind the two strikers and he played a different position on Tuesday night he played wide right a lot of the time which is fine because he can cut it right, cut sorry. in cut yeah, in yeah, on his yeah. on his yeah. left yeah. foot but he's just such a good technical little footballer <coughs> little footballer that's a very wrong phrase just a good player uh, and um, I think you know certainly if he can yeah. stay fit and uh, and make the most of what he's got. He he, he could be he could be seriously useful. Mm. Certainly, at, at, he looks at, as if he's working level. well with Luke Young as well. Well, he? there you are. Yeah. Hopefully, you've got two yeah. players who are on the same wavelength there, and I think they are. Mm -hmm. um, his awareness is very good. He's got a hell of a shot on him. You know, there's an awful lot of ticks yeah, yeah. Uh, where where Jake Gosling is concerned. Now, the, the, I was thinking about touch there. James Gray, the two play, talky players hit the woodwork in yep. quick succession, didn't they? Yeah. Jamie, um, Jamie, Jamie Reed shot was fantastic. Yeah. We had the, from where we were sitting, we, we were right behind. We him, were right behind we? it, and as they say. See that yeah. one curl in and just flick off the outside of the post. Lovely effort. But James Gray again, he was impressive. I yeah. thought on Tuesday night. <coughs> Excuse it me. It wasn't an easy ball to bring down, was it? He took it step. out of the sky, and didn't he? Took and it, it was on his left foot step. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the first um, first touch to get that ball under control and then hammer it against the bar. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it a long ball from Young? It was diagonal, right, wasn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, right to left. Yeah, um, uh, and you know he's he's basically a right-footed player, and you know the way he brought that down under a little bit of pressure, quite yeah. close quarters, uh, and volleyed it against the bar. That was a, that was a, United, of course, at that stage they were only one down, and they were playing quite well at, yeah. at, at that yeah. stage. I, you could probably argue they didn't deserve to be uh, behind at that stage. Um, I thought. Um, Ryan Higgins was a little bit unlucky with the penalty. I don't. I, yeah. th I think. I, it, did, I yeah. think it was a penalty, but but he was trying to clear the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, after a, quite a scare in the goal mouth, and as he went to clear it, he sort of swung his boot at the ball just caught the player, uh, and just yeah. caught the player who just I, went across yeah. him. But, Talking um, of penalty shouts, there was there was a, an obvious Argyle handball in the box in the first half. Now it was the player was under no pressure. The ball bounced up, hit him in the hand, and the referee waved. Was it over on. the far side, it, by the way? No, it was in the, it was in the box at the Balcony. 
Yes, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the referee wave play on. Now, I don't understand I, how I he didn't, could possibly I, wave play on. There was, yeah. there was almost a kind of a shrug of the shoulders from the players. Oh, it's a friendly. And, yeah. And they just yeah. got on with so it. So that's why yeah. I felt yeah. even more aggrieved when, mm. when the penalty was awarded for, yes. for, for yeah. the foul later on. But anyway, Ryan good, Clark makes, good a, good, makes a good save from the penalty, yeah, dives to his left. Uh, and then uh, Argyle, you know, eventually got got the last one, got the second. Ooh, what time was that? I that was right, right at their death, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a corner, uh, and uh, Joel Grant, the substitute, sort of got quite high, did a good good downward yeah. header, and it sort of went in, in just inside the far post. So I think the scoreline, in a way, flattered Argyle. I thought they, I thought they gave the ball away more yeah. than I expected yeah. them to. Um, and United did okay, and I thought Kevin Nicholson was quite right to say afterwards all those things. But he also was right to say, as he did, we weren't good enough near goal, no. uh, and and yeah. that still remains an area at the moment. I thought Ruri Keating worked his backside off as he always does, and was then withdrawn in the second half. That's fine. Um, Gray did okay, uh, yeah. but there were just times, uh, and I'm, this is what Kevin was was referring to when the old decision making. Yeah, and that just that little bit of awareness and that final pass. Kevin was talking about committing yourself more in the box. Uh, I'm sure he's thinking about people making runs across the area, getting in front of defenders. In other words, don't think about it. Decide what you're going to do and do it. There yeah. were there were quite a few nice low crosses from Jamie Reed, yeah. which were shouting, inviting yeah. someone to get on the end of them. Yeah. And, and at times it looked like maybe Reed's cross wasn't that good but actually it can be read the other way the player should have been yeah. there maybe yeah. but there you go and, and, and but these are areas of Pittman didn't play uh, um, he's you know you, you maybe you're looking for him to get on on the end of one yeah. or two things and this whole business now if 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 someone if Fallon or someone like Fallon comes in you're looking at four strikers mm. there and yeah. you know the way the team is set <coughs> up at the moment and I can't see that changing you, you there's only two places yeah, and and so the competition for uh, uh, places up front, you know, especially if he does get another centre forward in before the start of the season, is going to be pretty fierce. It is. Um, Suddenly, the squad is there now, isn't it? It's just starting to look about it. I yeah, mean, yeah. Kevin Nicholson has been talking for several weeks now about centre forward and a left winger. Um, I, I can see why he doesn't see Gosling as a left winger. Mm -hmm. I think you get more out of Gosling either. In the oh, yeah. in the middle of the pitch, in the uh, pocket, in the he? pocket, yeah. or yeah. the position he played on Tuesday night, right on the right hand side, cutting mm -hmm. in on his left foot. I can see, especially because Ryan Higgins, we didn't see it quite as much on Tuesday night. We'll get forward all day. Yeah, I thought he did um, well as well. And 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 so you know your backup <coughs> width on that side maybe is taken care of. Um, and anyway, funnily enough, Gosling is a good enough player uh, so that just when the fullbacks absolutely signed and sealed that he's going to cut in on his left foot he'd probably go down the outside <laughs> on his right but um, but there you go so uh, yeah so it, 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 interesting just that little area up front where United don't look full of goals at the moment no. but you know maybe you know we're, we're hoping for a bit too much at this stage and that, that well, will when come when they looked full of goals last pre-season started off well, badly so you can never go pre-season tells you nothing yeah. Now, there's been a lot of talk this week about Clark Osborne and the five-year plan, which we've been well, talking it, about for some time. It was the shareholders' annual meeting yeah. on Monday afternoon. Um, uh, uh, we weren't privy to that, uh, which is a bit of a shame, but still, n never mind. Um, 
But in the wake of that, uh, um, Clark Osborne issued a, a, a statement uh, which was meant to be, I think, a bit of a summary of what he actually said to the shareholders. And then I had a chat with him uh, the following day. Um, and um, it was an attempt, I think, to put a bit of meat on the bones of the stuff he's already been talking about. There is, all, there is a lot of aims and hopes and aims in there at the moment still, isn't there? Um, but obviously, the new, the, the new stadium, for yeah. want of a better phrase, is still top of the agenda with a lot of people. And talking about 2020 as well, that's not well, a, not a long time frame absolutely. in terms of building Three and, and a quarter and years sort of away. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have thought that sounds pretty ambitious, considering that they uh, are still in the process of drawing up... Yeah what must inevitably at the moment be outlined plans. Uh, in other words, you haven't got plans at the moment. Mm. You haven't got a site yet, although, you know, as, as we uh, were reporting in the Herald this week, uh, it, it's uh, Nightingale Park uh, still, uh, Barton still in pole is, position, is, is still in pole yeah. position. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and, you know, there's quite a long way to go, isn't there? Uh, now, I know... Uh, that people will say, oh, once the bill starts, it flies up and all that kind of stuff. And Clark Osmond did, of course, refer to something which everybody in Torquay knows about very well, is that there are quite a few problems at Nightingale Park to be sorted out before you even think about yeah. Put, yeah. putting any footings in or, or, it or laying any blocks. Being a dump. Being a, yeah. e exactly. So, uh, um, and of course, you know, everybody's got to have a chance to have a look at what they've got in mind. You yeah. know, it, it's only and when that's, that's a long process. Isn't it? it is. It it's only it's, it's only when that surfaces and people get a chance to see what have they got in mind and what are they talking about in terms of a new stadium. Um, I think it was quite interesting this week that um, I was quite keen to sort of nail him down a little bit on the the whole nature of the stadium thing. I know yeah. many United fans quite understandably have been. Uh, um, concerned that there might be a speedway or a greyhound track round the pitch um, uh, and as anybody who's been to the international stadium at Gateshead will tell you uh, th th yeah, that is a, a, yeah. a kiss of death to any atmosphere but uh, no uh, um, Clark Osborne did say no it's the, the intention is and the plan yeah. is for it to be a rectangular it, stadium. It's a rectangle not an oval not an oval uh, okay. Uh, ok right uh, so that's a Another. So in that case, you, you know, that's that's a football stadium, isn't it? Yes. Rather than a, rather, rather than rather a, than a, than a greyhound a, stadium yeah. or whatever. So, so that I think that that will please one or two people. Uh, and but, not but, having a speedway track around <coughs> it will tick some boxes. Not for me, obviously, because I quite like a speedway. <laughs> track. But for a lot of the local residents, will be well. That's another really issue, short. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. quite. So uh, there's that. He himself was very keen to stress things like. Um, the the uh, the fact that they're very hopeful of having a fully fledged academy up and running with its own HQ. Mm. Now, whether that would be at the site of a new stadium or whether that would be out at the Sealhane yeah. training ground, we don't yet know. Uh, and a little point he was he actually stressed to me quite forcefully is that he wants the academy, the youth academy, to be not just a football academy. He wants to yeah. attach other things to it. And you know you're thinking presumably about maybe tennis and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, now again, it's a hope and an aim, and we'll see. Uh, uh, you know what happens when reality uh, clicks in. But um, we, we, it's, we it's quite an interesting concept. Yeah. That we wonder about the surface. 
Oh, that's another yeah. one. Yeah, he did refer to uh, putting quite a lot of thought into what surface is laid there. Well, okay. in other words, yeah. at the moment, of course, you can't play in the Football League with a plastic pitch. Um, whether that will change the question over the is next whether that three what comes first that changing that's or talking that's going back into the league isn't it before 2020 it's got to, isn't, isn't it yeah. well, I mean you can in the conference and the FA Cup now so. quite um, you know I think we all believe that it's coming yeah. uh, especially um, uh, these you know the the three G and pitches I'm, I'm sure are so much 4G. better now, aren't they? They are. Were. They are. I, I I still having seen now Sutton and Maidstone last yeah. season and talked to the players as well, who were very um, adamant that the two pitches were d well different. Yeah, is that the pace and the bounce of Maidstone and Sutton is different. And yet, and yet they're supposed to be the same yeah, okay. 3G pitch, yeah. you know. So, and I think age has something to do with it, and wear, and all this sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I think the whole point about the artificial pitches is that its availability availability to be used for other sports. You know that that's yeah. the, that's the key factor there. Before we leave pitches, my dad was almost gushing about how good Playmore looked on 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 a yeah. Tuesday night. Well, Chris Ralph, the groundsman. I mean. Uh, he, he's got to take a bit of a bow here, hasn't he? He's just been nominated for last season's National yeah. League Groundsman of the Year award, up against, by the way, Forrest Green and Macclesfield, and he'll find out in the middle of next month who's who's won that. And having it'd be good. It wouldn't be good to see him win that. It, it would, but having knowing that he'd been nominated for the for for, for the existing pitch as ground of uh, uh, pitch of the year, he promptly rips the thing up in May and starts all over again. So, uh, all yeah. credit to him for for having the determination and the, yeah. you know, to go ahead and do that uh, in what is quite a short summer, as we all know now, yeah. in between football seasons. Uh, but and and he also he also missed a uh, missed a week. He would quite like to have yeah. cracked on with it, but he's produced what we all think looks a, is a pretty good looking pitch at very the moment nice. yeah. he's very confident it will improve uh, yeah. as it gets you know matures and good luck to him for that weren't we lucky on Tuesday night by the way because uh, the game took place in lovely evening summer sunshine and just a couple of hours later there was an absolute down <laughs> got away with it would have been catastrophic but, he, there, but, there but downfalls. he was delighted to see that yeah, yeah. Of course. Chris and while, while we're on the subject of course kudos to Richard who's got a headline um, in the paper this week which will appeal to all fans of indie music uh, talking about the pitch rip it up and start again which Absolutely. is a song title by Orange Juice Always nice to get some obscure songs. Get some orange juice in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Chapeau, Richard. That was <laughs> nice. Also, another bit of housekeeping, by the way. This uh, Devon Live Herald Express Talk United Yellow Army podcast is now available on iTunes. We managed to uh, overcome a few technical difficulties. You can now subscribe to the podcast uh, on iTunes. If you've got relatives abroad, uh, Talk United fans, or anything, you just want to subscribe, Click on Yellow Army Podcast on iTunes and it will be delivered into your phone as if by magic every week. It's sorcery, isn't it? This the world is our lobster, isn't it? It absolutely is. But yes, we've moved, um, you know, we're a little bit behind the times, but finally we've caught up. You can subscribe on iTunes. I'll put a little bit of uh, text into the story to explain how you can do that. Now, the, uh, the Talk United match programme we've been looking at, we quite admired the one that they've brought out for the three friendly games. Yep. And the first, first time I've seen it, by the way, on Tuesday night, and yeah, yeah I thought it looked really nice. It looks good, doesn't it's, it? Some care has been taken over yeah. this season. So 
nice piece of work and there's a project going all the way through the season there yes as well, that's right it? Tim Herbert the club secretary and loyal long, lifelong United fan has uh, uh, put together a thing called or is putting together a thing called Greatest Goals and uh, uh, it will feature different players in different positions from the club's history in each of the programmes 23 league games well if we have a run to the run fourth the round cup. of the cup yeah. you know, that probably go up to nearly 30 I remind you of the yeah. fourth round yeah. when, yeah. We go out, when we go out before the yeah. first yeah. Um, uh, uh, and uh, Fans, United fans, have been invited to submit their nominations, um, uh, five each, I think, in, yeah. in, about, in six positions, including manager, by the way, manager, goalkeeper, full-back, centre-back, midfield, winger and striker. Uh, and the, the um, uh, submissions have come rolling in. Okay. Um, and now I have a horrible feeling <laughs> that at least three of us round the table, plus Tim, uh, I've got to put our head together over the next week or so and come up and reduce the list down to manageable proportions okay. uh, from which uh, um, final selections of five or six in each um, position will be... That's going to be tough, isn't oh, it? This is over the whole history of talking United. It is, it is. Uh, um, and the list, uh, um, you know, even in managers I'm looking at, it's got people like Jack Butler and John McNeil right from the... Um, the mists of time yeah. um, uh, uh, I th I'm pretty sure that Tim has envisaged at the moment at any rate that the current uh, 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 in other words Kevin Nicholson yeah. uh, w won't be in the greatest okay. manager not because he may yeah. or may not end up as greatest manager but it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a retrospective, it's a retrospective it? look yeah. rather than um, a current one um, and I must say initial look down uh, uh, filled me with dread. Uh, oh my goodness, I've got to leave him out. Oh, and him, and him, and him. I'm hoping Percy Mackerel's on there. He's there. Yes, yeah. Percy Mackerel is there. Yeah. yeah, the first manager in the football league. Oh, Percy's um, there. Yeah. Uh, greatest, one so, of the greatest names. Yeah. So uh, um, we'll 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 see. The supporters have obviously put a hell of a lot of thought into this. They they've come up with names that people some people may never even have heard of, but clearly uh, um, yeah. played their part in. That supporter's life, or, or, or maybe their father's, uh, uh, and deserve a place on the list. So, um, oh, so uh, we've now got to take ourselves off into a couple of darkened rooms over the next week or so. And uh, I'm not going in one of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so we, we'll keep you posted with that Absolutely, as the season yeah. goes on as yeah, well, because there's me. some great nominations there. I, I'm just looking at the list upside well, down. Don't there, worry, Matt so. Hockley is definitely in there. Oh, I had to check. Yeah. Had to check. That's right. Carl Airy in there. Uh, I'm almost <laughs> certain he is Carl, Carl Airy seven, was it seven successive games I think it was uh, yes, yes there he is, is. Yes, yes he's there, there. Is. Yeah. Yeah. there yeah. you go we'll talk about that as well thank you very much for your time we've taken up quite enough of it Chris uh, hasn't said very much but th th that's all because we rabbit it on all we the do. time doesn't <laughs> we? we haven't let you get a word in um, edgeways but no. uh, thank you very much for joining us good luck us. to Argyle for the season yeah. by the way yeah. the, lofty, the lofty heights don't worry we'll be, up, we'll be back there we'll with you there. in a year or two this has been the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast. We'll be back with you next week. Don't forget you can find us now on iTunes. And as ever, come on you yellows. <laughs>